because I'm on mute. Because I'm on mute. Because I've muted myself. But now I need to figure out how to get into here. Um, welcome to the weekly wrestling recap as I rework. There we go. We have sound. Welcome to the weekly wrestling recap. I am very ill. I'm very, very ill. And this week evening, this week on the weekly wrestling recap episode... <coughs> the weekly wrestling recap episode 158. Um, hashtag... Fix WWE 2K20 trends after a botched game release. And Cody responds to Russo critic. Am I, am I hearing back? Wait, there we go. And Ru Cody responds to Russo criticism with class. This is the weekly wrestling recap episode 158. This is the 23rd of October. I'm still very ill. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the... <clears throat> Welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Recap, episode 158. This is Wednesday, the 23rd of October, 2019. Just after 8-ish. If you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can do that by thumbs up in the video it really helps me in the algorithm you can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already and hitting the bell notification to be notified of when i'm going live and you can also do this by going to a little known website i may have mentioned it before that little known website is called fileoriginal.com if you go to fileoriginal.com you will see my big old bird face in my big old bird face i can't do the speed support the channel um click the donate button and Go to a PayPal donation page. Once you get there, go ahead and say, give me $5, tick the box, say it with me, everyone, and make this a monthly donation to help support my content on the regs. Um, when I got the flu, I still try and bring you the stuff. Can't go to work because I got flu, but I can bring the wrestling to you. <clears throat> wrestling to you. Um, thank you very much for joining. And uh, let's go back. It, it might be might be a slightly shorter show. Didn't mean to play that again. Might be a slightly sl shorter show than normal, um, depending on how how I held up. Um, hello there, Billy K and Peyton Royce. You guys are iconic. Yeah, I only need seventy subscribers, and then and then I get to three thousand. It's crazy. That's why I was like, I have to do it. So tonight, um, let's see if I. Oh, that, that's not it. So some of these things might come in a little bit slower than they normally do because I'm ill. So um, I thought I'd attempt it. <clears throat> so so first of all, um, this week, um, a game was released, which um, a lot of people have been waiting for for a very, very, very long time. Um, that game is, of course, WWE 2K20. Have a look at it. Have a look at it there. It's a great game. You can, um, you you can you can do things that would probably be illegal in real life to to Charlotte Flair for some reason, and it's um it's something that a lot of people were all saying in the previews. Um, there were a lot of people that were like, oh, the game looks a little bit crap. I specifically called out the game, saying that. It was. It looked terrible. It looked like no time had been spent on it, um, and that potentially it would be a bad buy for you. But what I did also say was that 
people who have been kind of shilling it like they they actually have a responsibility to um they have a responsibility to to everything they have a responsibility to having shown this game and having made this game a you should buy it and so i'm going to be going around different ways i think today it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting so um wwe 2k was released and this is now and this is why i thought i'd talk about this because again it went to this so at the bbc.co.uk website if you're watching <laughs> this is how the, w- the bbc have been reporting this from the technology sector Tom Gherkin, um, reply, um, sorry, did this three hours ago, and he has a picture of Becky Lynch with what I could just call uh, Mass Effect Andromeda-style graphics. It's uh, vanishing faces, uncontrollably spinning wrestlers, disappearing refs, and not what the fans expected to see when they started up 2K20. One fan called it literally unplayable. The hashtag FixWWE2K20 has been tweeted 25... <clears throat> 25,000 times since the game was released on October 22nd, which was yesterday. Fans say the software is plagued with glitches. In one example, Rey Mysterio's mask dissolved into his face. Another mistake shared on social media showed WWE Raw women's champion Becky Lynch with disembodied facial features. Let's have a look at it. Oh my god. <laughs> like, <clears throat> like it looks it looks like a parody of what the game should look like it looks like one of those weird like early 90s things where you had like a face put onto um onto a picture anyway another visual edit error which might be more at home in a horror film shows a wrestler suffering from an extremely lazy eye let's have a look at that look look, look at it oh my god <clears throat> oh my god can't laugh too much, which is going to be hard because it's going to be 2K20. Um, now, fans have also directed ga- criticism that gameplay bugs, which they say are so severe that they leave players with no choice but to quit the game. Videos of the problem show characters being crushed and sinking inside the ring. One video of Charlotte Flair being flung around in circles on, around Sasha Banks has been viewed more than 700,000 times on Twitter. And let's just show it you one more time. Look at that. Round and round and round she goes, where she stops, nobody, absolutely nobody knows. Um, it's it's just, it's amazing. It's absolutely, and it, at this point, it's been viewed 862,000 times. Uh, now, another post shows wrestlers, Alexa Bliss, Carmella and Kari Sane bouncing violently against the ropes and canvas as the referee is literally absorbed into the ring. Let's uh, turn off the sound. Look at that. Like, what the hell is going on there? What the the hell's going on? It's just, it's just absolutely amazing. Like, just look, like, what is, what is happening? What is going on? Like, I understand glitches and glitches and glitches, but that, that's way more than glitches. I love the, I love the fact that that's shared from with inside the game. So it literally at the end of it says, this is WWE 2K20. 2K Sports has not replied to a BBC request for comment. Meanwhile, some fans who purchased a special edition of the game have voiced their frustration at it not including a promised autograph from a WWE legend. So this just increases 
the story. The WWE 2K20 Collector's Edition is priced $139.99 and according to Retailer Game, includes a collectible acrylic piece containing one of three possible WWE SmackDown Legend autographs. But some fans said their collectible acrylic piece was missing a signature. 2K Games has advised fans to get in touch to resolve the problem. WWE Legend's taken things further and he says lame sorry it happened um i'll get a po box everyone who didn't get what signed i'll follow you on here give you the address and you can send it to me to sign which is awesome because you can just send it out and edge will re-sign it for you but just an absolute absolute shambles <clears throat> an absolute uh absolute shambles it's a game which should have, as a lot of people have said from last year, been just as like just just a straight um, home home run. Trying to think of things, the game does look absolutely hilarious. I will wait till the game reduces in price a little bit, then I will buy it for the PC because it looks hilarious. But what what's quite sad about all of this is that people have gone out and spent hundreds of pounds on this now. What I wanted to talk about, which I did kind of talk about on the last show, <clears throat> was that there were wrestling fans who were flown out to LA. Some went up to the local one, the regional one in 2K Europe, and they got to play the game early. They got to meet some of their favorite wrestlers of all time and potentially have a chance to be invited next year. Now, what has been a bit worrying, um, and it's something which seems to have been a like probably overlooked is that a lot of people went out there and <clears throat> they were part of that whole thing excuse me they were part of that whole thing but they didn't necessarily have a chance to actually give their real opinion and what i seem to notice which was a pattern um hello there i don't know who that's in the chat Lucha Arcade, hello Lucha Arcade, and Lucha Arcade has been saying this on, um, Tony from Lucha Arcade has been saying this on Twitter for ages, he's been talking about how he doesn't buy the latest games because they're just incremental updates, and so this just goes to prove that this game was just terrible. And the people that have spent over the odds on getting it, I, I, I truly, truly am sorry for you folks, especially if you could be like, well, that's fine. At least I got a signature from Edge. No. And it's just quality control. This whole game, this whole game, and yes, it's corporate bribery. It's like, I, I can say that what seemed to happen in my opinion was the initial kind of previews went out and said, oh yeah, the game's a bit buggy, but you know what? The devs were listening to us and they listened to everything that we saw. One particular video that I saw, um, and again, I got no problem with this person whatsoever, but one particular video I saw was someone saying, oh yeah, so while we were there playing the game, we saw a bug and the dev came over and said, oh my God, what's happening there? To me, that feels like way too late. If your QA testers aren't picking up bugs like that, do you even have a quality assurance in a QA team? Because they would have picked up 90% of those bugs straight away. And like, it just seems so, so transparent. Even though there are some, rest, some, some wrestling content creators out there 
who have taken the left field and they've gone to the show and they've gone to it and, and they've still come back and said it's crap. But what they've kind of done is this game especially is one of those games where investment over the years totally, totally is rewarded. There are some people out there that have been creating WWE 2K content since 2K13. That's coming up to, you know, six years worth of them producing content. You can't really now say, oh my God, it's crap and kick it to one side. I think it's very similar to the way that us as WWE analysts, I guess, look at wrestling. We might hate on the WWE and think, oh my God, I hate the WWE. They're so terrible. But we still have to watch out of a sense of wanting to be able to report upon it. And I think that the people out there who are saying, are saying, hey, like just, just wait for the first patch. That's really, that's really cheap. We shouldn't be working on a system where we have to wait for the patch of a game. If we've learned anything from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, once it comes to after the servers are gone, that game is just a piece of nothing. At least if you bought a collector's edition of, say, Metal Gear Solid, you've still got the lighter, you've still got everything, and you've still got a fully functioning game. But... Let's take you into what I think, and I think that I could just wrap this up because this has been something which was which was obvious, and it was obviously gonna be it was obviously gonna be controversial after the fact, very controversial after the fact. But let's let's take you into what I think and wrap this up because I've got a lot, whole lot of show to get through today, and let's see how far I can go until I'm just absolutely destroyed because. Yes, still ill, which isn't really helpful when I want to do this. Here we go. Let's go into <clears throat> let's go into what I think. This is what I think. So what I think about all this then. So um, yeah, very very weird situation where essentially the. 2K didn't release any details about the game until basically the week that it released. They knew from the inception of the campaign that this game was terrible and it was unfinished and it was broken and they tried to just slide it out there. Very similar to how movie studios will sometimes do when a game or sorry when a movie isn't going to be well received by critics they release it very surreptitiously with no pre-screeners and then they just let the potentially sometimes hardcore fan base support it no matter what and I think that's kind of what's happened here there are a lot of people on both sides of the argument who say that we should give them time because it was because Ukes left them and all this there's a whole load of excuses but the main thing is that people have gone out and spent 90 to 100 dollars to 150 dollars on not just an unfinished game but something which potentially kind of just wraps it all up was that even with something as simple as an autographed piece of acrylic they could not deliver 2k this was a really bad really really bad launch of a video game this was absolutely terrible what we've learned from this is that there will always be a grassroots where they can tap 
and where 2k are able to get the well you know it's kind of bad but it's still good i mean there were a whole bunch of people here that were counting on creating content about wwe 2k20 for the next few months and it's unfair to them to have produced a terrible game because all you've done is pissed your fan base off and potentially by next year the actual player base for this game may be diminished with something like AEW's video game coming out and if that happens, if this is the game which is essentially the finger poke of doom of WWE video games having a superiority in the video game realm then I wouldn't be very surprised, but that's just what I think. Fix the game. Fix the damn game. It's it's terrible, and it it really truly shouldn't be like this. Really, this is this is a mainline game. This is the game that you get people to to watch your product in with, and it's a terrible video game first. And it's obvious that no attention and care was put to it. But that's just what I think. Anyway, if you want to help support the channel, talking about corporate bribery, if you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. Do that by thumbs upping the video. really helps me in the algorithm. If you're listening on the podcast, then you can come check this out live every Wednesday, even if I'm ill, like a fool, every Wednesday and Sunday, 8 p.m. UK time on youtube.com slash foul original wrestling. I don't always sound like this. Sometimes I sound okay. And uh, that happens at 8 p.m. UK time, 3 p.m. Eastern. And of course, you can check this out wherever you can get podcasts in an audio form if you want to have it a little bit more tightened up and cleaned without me babbling so much. But um, this week, we also have another story that I'd like to talk about um, if if I'm able to even speak all right. I think, I think I'm getting there. I think I'm getting there. And um, this story is about this guy. You know what? I'll, I'll pop them both up at the same time. About this guy and this guy. And these two men, you may know as... Didn't mean Starwipe. Didn't mean Starwipe. These two men, as you may know, are, of course, Vince Russo and Cody Rhodes. Vince Russo has a podcast network called The Brand, which is quite successful. Um, major props. It's it, It's doing well. And I mean, people are quite surprised that it is doing well, but it is. He has a whole he has a whole fan base which follow everything that he does. They totally agree with some of the points that he comes from. He still is a big name from the old attitude era and from that period of time. So, you know, I, I, I have no problem with saying that people respect what Vince Russo says. There is a segment of the wrestling audience that do. Cody Rhodes, on the other hand, is the young whippersnapper. And what I have to say with this situation is how well Cody Rhodes has come across. So let's very just quickly de- delve into this. So this week on Vince Russo's podcast, he, he, he made some comments about AEW. Of course he did. And those comments were... Um, um, where uh, Vince Russo said that um, we need um, we need a product that appeals to the masses, not the marks. And Cody Rhodes actually came back and said something about that. So, of course, Cody Rhodes 
Thank you very much, dude. Cody Rhodes, I'm just going to pop you into here. Cody Rhodes said, um, so the following, AEW, and this is from Wrestling Inc., um, AEW Executive Vice President Cody wrote to Twitter addressed the comments. Cody responded and said, not only is AEW happy with the numbers so far, but so is their partner, TNT. Rhodes said AEW Dynamite overshot projections and set a new record for a Warner Media programming premiere, which is very true. Um, Cody said they are proud of the numbers, but they need to work harder more now than ever. And Rhodes said... We are happy and our partner is happy. We overshot projections and set a record for a WM debut. When I read this, I thought that was WrestleMania, but no, it's Warner Media debut. This is the era of cord cutting, simulcast, DVR bumps. We are proud of how incredible the numbers have been and know we need to work hard more now than ever. On a related note, Rhodes said that the first two episodes of AEW Dark, which we're going to talk about later on, on YouTube have drawn about 2 million views. Um... And he says uh, Premiere um, currently has 900,000 views as of writing. Second episode has 874,000. The third episode, which um, is going to be airing on... Um, and the third episode, which um, which will be airing next week. And so the fourth episode will be airing next week. The third episode came on today, which I watched. Um, really, really good. Um, and... Yeah, Cody Rhodes talks about how it is just killing it. That was the third episode where they had Taz. Now, what I kind of wanted to say was, I miss this because I tend to avoid Russo. Exactly. And people avoid Russo because people don't like Russo. <laughs> sorry, sorry, ill. But people don't like Russo because Russo has recently been saying a lot on Twitter where he has been basically saying that you need an analyst, you need someone, you need a consultant, and that someone like Eric Bischoff needs to exist to be able to shepherd, pun Brad Shepherd, able to shepherd the the TV people in to know what a good wrestling match is. But what's been really smart with this whole thing so far is that Cody Rhodes was, that was classy. That was just so classy. And I mean, what I wanted to kind of say was that this is a man right now who is running a promotion. It's diplomatic. What he says, um, Vince Russo has been categorically banned from StarCast by Cody Rose, the initial StarCast, he basically said, I don't want you there. And he was calling himself the outcast of StarCast. And it was because Vince Russo and people like Jim Cornette, as much as I love them, do bring very passionate fans who sometimes, truly sometimes, don't really help to bring anything to the conversation. But with all that being said, I think that this is a little bit of mending fences by Cody. And Cody has been very smart with the way that he has not been closing the door to anyone at all. I don't think that this means we're going to see Vince Russo turn up and, you know, become best friends with Cody and be backstage. But there may be a chance that, say, Vince Russo is invited in to do something else and they're able to talk about something else. It... It's it's a very exciting time in 2019, and 
as people could say at the beginning of the year. During 2019, we didn't think that we'd see half of the things that we saw. Do you think that it's so far at the realm of possibility that Vince Russo will work with Cody Rhodes sometime this year? And maybe they will. Maybe they will. Or maybe it's just Cody being a classy guy. But that's just what I think. That's just what I think. Um, I figured that it would be nice to talk about that. As this week again, I mess around with the format. So um, let's go into our first segment of the day. Um, For those of you that haven't joined before, this is called Moments of Flair. And I hope that you enjoy them. I think is the words I was looking for. Have I got the right thing? Yes, I have. Welcome to Moments of Flair. So this week, um, I've got a few moments of flair that I'd like to talk about. As you can say, as you can see, as you say, as you can see, I'm a little bit ill today, which is why I'm wearing this stupid goofy hat, because I just feel very cold, even though I'm not. But anyway, episode 158 must go on. And first of all, um, I thought I'd open with this story, which... Um, could go one of two ways, depending on how you look at it. But let's have a little look. Um, this is a story um, which I guess is a continuation of the WWE not being totally happy with AEW merch being available. So WWE security allegedly made fans cover AEW merchandise before being allowed into Monday's Raw. WWE security allegedly threatened to remove fans from Monday's Raw at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, Ohio, if they were seen wearing AEW merchandise on the hard cam side or trying to get AEW. AEW scene on TV. Fans near the entrance ramp were reportedly told that they would be thrown out of the arena if they put on an AEW t-shirt or held up an AEW-related sign. Reader Rob Johnson said he was allowed in with AEW merchandise on, but he had to cover up with a sweater that belonged to a friend. They did let me in, but I had to put my buddy's sweater on. And it was talked about how back in January, some fans that attended the Double or Nothing launch, just as for SmackDown, tried to then turn up to SmackDown. Some were not allowed. Some were claimed they were kicked out for having an AEW towel. There was video proof of security allowing AEW fans into the arena. And word got around that WWE changed their minds due to it spreading on social media. But some were told to turn their T-shirts out inside out, cover up with another shirt. Um, And... It's um, said that WWE security had a stern message for any fan that tried to give AEW a plug on WWE TV, which as someone like I saw earlier on WrestleMania talked about this, WrestleMania very much said that this is free publicity and free advertising for every other company, for, for AEW. So I as well can totally understand that they don't want that to happen, but It is very telling and very worrying, I guess, that the WWE are like, hey, we want this wrestling war to exist. But if you come in wearing merch that's not for our wrestlers, we don't like that. And I know that especially with them going to Fox, that might be something that Fox have also mandated. Do not give attention to TNT on our much potentially bigger platform. 
But that's a moment of flair by the WWE. They're doing stupid things as usual. And I just feel like, I feel like on the on the balance, that's just going to cause people to want to do it more. And we're going to get to see, like, I think, like, AEW t-shirts flashed. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, also, in Moments of Flair this week, is the news that, of course, an injury occurred. Um, Xavier Woods was over Dan Under... And he had an injury which is now believed to be significantly more serious than it was before. Um, he had an Achilles tendon injury at um, Sunday's WWE live event in Sydney. Confirmed the injury and said Woods will be pulled from the rest of the tour. But it says that the injury is really bad. Um, and it, he suffered an Achilles tear which is the part, if you're watching on the show, which is the part of your foot which is just behind the bit of your foot. And it really, really hurt him. And yeah, like, so he, uh, he's, he's, he's out the count for a minute. Um, now there's no word on when he'll be getting back, but it does take a very long time to recover from an Achilles injury after surgery. And Riddick Moss recently returned after being out for five months. He originally thought he'd be out for eight and typical recovery time is about six months. He suffered the injury after being Irish whipped into the ropes. Fans in attendance noted that Woods came back off the ropes and just collapsed, clutching his ankle. And this is a tweet that he put out, which is common causes of the injury, repetitive or sudden increase of stress on the tendon, which if you're a wrestler, then you're doing that a hell of a lot, really. You're constantly, constantly doing doing stuff like that um and finally so let's hope that you get better better soon there achilles is yeah six to nine months and let's hope that you get better soon and finally in moments of flair this week i wanted to um, give a mention to outlaw joel deaton who has suffered a stroke and um, here's a picture of him with Jerry the King Lawler and JR. He suffered a massive stroke on Friday. He's at the Emory University Hospital ICU and is awake and talking. Um, his sister posted, Joel had a massive stroke Friday and is in the Emory University Hospital ICU. He is awake, alert and talking and he does have movement of his affected side. His prognosis is excellent at this point, but he does have a long road ahead of him to get back feeling himself. He wanted to let everyone know what happened and where he was. You all mean a lot to him. And please know he appreciates how much he means to all of you. Please send prayers and good thoughts. And as soon as Joel is able, he'll be on Facebook to let you know what, how he's doing. He wrestles, He's wrestled in New Japan, NWA, Tri-State, Georgia Championship Wrestling, and Jim Crockett, where he wrestled as Thunderfoot. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just a sad time. Saw that, um, didn't necessarily know who he was, but I found out a lot of his history and I think I have seen him before. But yeah, um, those are our moments of flair for this week. Um, of course, I would have put WWE 2K20 in there, but that had a whole section to itself. Now, if you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can do that by thumbs up in the video. It really helps me in the algorithm. You can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already. You can also do that by sending me Calpol, which is like a cough syrup, because I'm quite ill at the moment. Um, you could also, of course, help by subscribing. As I say, if you haven't already, we are very close to 3,000 subscribers. I don't always go on about numbers, but it's an amazing milestone to have reached after a year of really, 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 really 
really pushing, pushing to do better. And I'd like to thank everyone who has been on this crazy ride with me so far. And let's 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 keep going. Let's keep going. Twenty twenty is a new year. Um, of course, if you want to get involved with some of the other stuff that I do on my Twitter at foul underscore original, I do giveaways and stuff like that. Spe- speaking of which, um, tonight I will be doing a live watch along, even though I'm ill, the party don't, the party don't stop. And if you like AEW's Dynamite, I will be doing a live watch along. I didn't mean to start wipe there a live watch along stream which will be happening um from just as the show starts got a giveaway going away on um, at foul underscore original if you're in the uk or any of the countries from that tweet you can get yourself a free copy of aew's dynamite and of course there's no ad breaks unlimited replays and big big thank you to our good friends over at fight.tv who have been absolutely monumental in getting this involved and also a big shout out to fat ass massa for liking my tweet thanks fat ass massa um but of course it is aew's dynamite tonight and i figured that we'd go into this week's um, in other news for a very, very quick look at some other news, which is in, in other, that's why it's called in other news. Welcome to In Other News, and uh, it is the weekly wrestling recap episode 100, and as you can see, I'm totally ready for tonight's show. Look, everything's where it should be. Now, we've got a hell of a lot of In Other News to get through, and I wanted to very, very quickly go through some of it. So if I close all these tabs to the right, maybe I can do this. Um, and this is going to be some fast, fast fire fast fast fire news um that i figured you guys want to know before we go into this week's replay this so first of all um uh, f- first first of all is this thing sunil singh has captured the wwe 24 7 championship um this happened uh yesterday he was um he went over to truth uh, truth confronted him he snuck up behind him um and uh won the title truth is now on his 20th reign 20th reign uh 20 sorry 21st reign you got some pictures here the bollywood dream um sunil singh um, managed to get out and he is still the new wwe 24 7 champion r-truth losing it as he pinned the wrong sing brother um also in other news wwe has signed indie wrestler jake atlas from stephanie mcmahon's cbs undercover boss episode where she was an undercover boss um it is of note that he is going to be the first openly gay wrestler and that's quite interesting they're talking about that and really really pushing that as he is going to be a brand ambassador um and yeah he wants to be the first openly gay wwe champion and wwe superstar so there's a lot being put into this and of course um we're probably gonna be talking about this in the future 
Um, also, in other news, Alex Shelley is potentially guest coaching at the WWE Performance Center of the Motor City Machine Guns. And there's a picture of him on the Twitter saying he is a multiple man of the industry, a thousand lives and a thousand pieces. Thanks, everyone, for getting me so far, um, which is great news. Very, very happy. Some very, very sad news about Alex Shelley earlier this year. He was homeless and having a lot of issues with money. Really, really good to know that he's back on his feet. Um, Kenny Omega is said that he'll be bringing the AAA Mega Championship to AE. W. He won that match um, against Phoenix um, over um, back in Mexico for the Triple um, A Lucha Libre Triple A promotion. And Hugo Savinovich said that he will be bringing the championship with him to AEW. Will he be defending it? I'm very interested to see this and a very big platform for AAA and, of course, AEW to be having that working relationship. Also, in other news, the people in AEW Dynamite's fan base from Germany, well you're going to get yourself a chance to watch AEW's Dynamite for free on your TVs. Every Friday at 9.50 local time, it will. it has now been announced by Cody Rhodes that they will be showing AEW Dynamite. Um, it's going to be on one of their network um, networks. I don't necessarily know who it is and what the network is right now, but they will be showing it for free. And I think that that's really, really good, especially as unfortunately they were not part of that Fight TV deal, which shows that there will probably will be other company countries that will be getting their own specific significant deals also in other news eric bischoff shed some light on his wwe departure and shoots down the bruce pritchard rumor this is something that i wanted to talk about last week which was eric bischoff um has said that him and bruce are great friends and that it just didn't work and he had to leave and that that's that's basically all that happened which i think is really smart which i think is really classy again um some really classy people do some classy things recently which um quite a quite quite impressed with actually um also in other news get through some more of these and think we're oh yeah we're gonna be we're gonna be on time this week we're gonna be on time um this is something that i wanted to talk about at length but i think that maybe it's probably best not to seth rollins says that aew is the minor leagues of pro wrestling earlier on this week in response to a question from someone saying would he face kenny um kenny omega he said that once kenny's finished playing in the minor leagues he can come to the wwe and earn the big money again if and it's something that Kenny Omega said, and it's that very weird situation now where people are kind of people don't want Seth to say stuff because he's he's the big big guy. But I think that he's playing a character, and he's also defending the company. And there are a lot of people out there who are thinking that this is all him, and I think that part of this is him, and part of this is Vince, and. Just like the product on screen, I don't think that we should always attack the person that's delivering the message. But that that's uh that was that was an interesting thing for Tappen, and I guess of course wrestling Twitter melted down about it. Um, UFC fighter Colby Covington calls Seth Rollins a little crybaby and says the Rock is all hype. He has been talking about wanting to get involved in wrestling and said that Seth Rollins is a crybaby. He thinks he's tough because he's because 
his girlfriend is famous and so he'd love to go shut him up and he specifically said that he wanted to have himself and Ronda Rousey go up against Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch could be a huge tag match and he really 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 wants to get involved in the WWE which I think is something that could happen Kobe Colby Covington really has that old school WWE uh, superstar mentality also, uh, Triple H says that Tyson Fury is custom made for the WWE. He talks about the size and he talks about how he really is one of those guys who gets it um, and that he has exceptional mic skills. So he really, really, and he does says specifically, when you find an elite level athlete like a Tyson Fury that brings that level of charisma naturally, it's great. The truth is in all of this, Tyson Fury is custom made um, and that he wants potentially to see him as the heavyweight champion also in other news joey ryan signs with impact wrestling he has signed with impact wrestling when he made his a pilot surprise appearance at bound for glory's pay-per-view um have glory head view and he says it's the most sense it's the most consistent wrestling program impact that is on tv for the past two years he gets to keep all his indie dates and best of all they let me be me which is just absolutely absolutely great news and it means that bar wrestling gets to continue with him having a hand in it and i think that it's a great move for joey ryan he's he really fits impact and i think it's quite quite hilarious that not that long ago he was told that he couldn't be on impact and now him signing for it is a big deal great great news for joey ryan there of course, this is another story which we could talk about at length, and I did vaguely mention it on Sunday. Um, uh, sorry, vaguely mention it on Kuta Gill Jr.'s show, uh, top of the top of the ring, uh, top of the ring radio, which is on CBS Radio thirteen hundred. I was on there on uh, Monday night. Thank you so much to him. PCO was on it. Brandy Wrestling. Um, but NJPW is going to be launching a US subsidiary, New Japan Pro Wrestling of America. Lance Archer has already put out pictures of himself with the championship saying, like, I'm the champ, I'm the champ, I'm the champ. Um, also in other news, Jim Ross admits that AEW still has too many flips and flops for his taste. But of course, he has always been someone who's more traditional on the uh, on the uh uh, on the technical wrestling or technical side of it but it's um he talks about how many times have you seen a 450 splash 620 and this was during him talking to good old uh, good old conrad cushman sorry conrad cushman always call him conrad cushman conrad thompson um of uh the Podfather from um all of the starcast podcasts and all that stuff um and uh, it's just like a light-hearted comment when he was talking about Taboo Tuesday. Also in other news, Drew McIntyre has been revealed as the final member of Team Flair for WWE's Crown Jewel. Um, and so we'll be talking about Crown Jewel a little bit more. But right now, the teams, Team Hogan and Team Flair. Team Hogan has Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Ali, and Shorty Gable. Casing off against Captain Randy Orton, King Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, WWE Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura and Drew McIntyre. And the Hall of Famers will be at ringside for the match and Saudi. And um, that is all of the in other news. And I got through all of it without... Um, without falling apart i'm gonna be i'm gonna have to have a little bit of a rest after this um but before we end the show i'd like to go into this week's very briefly replay this let's see if we can get in here um yeah re replay this 
Welcome to Replay This. I just need to end the show. Welcome to Replay This. Um, today, I wanted to very, very briefly talk about, first of all, AEW's Dark Episode 3, which was spectacular. We had a main... Didn't mean to start right there. Had a main event of um, eight-man tag team action. We had the Strong Hearts and Private Party going up against the Young Bucks, Cody Young Bucks, um, accompanied by Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes. What a freaking match! And Private Party looked like absolute stars out there. This was a great tag team main event. But we also had on this show. Um, Joey Janela versus Brandon Cutler. Joey Janela was fantastic. And in replay this, I can't show it on the show, but he, um, in um, BTE, he went and signed uh, someone's boobs and he signed, I'm pregnant on the boobs, which was great. And Joey Janela is just becoming that massive star. What a bad boy. And um, we also had on that show, which I wasn't too big of a fan of, but still good to see her in action there. Lever Bates going up against Nyla Rose. And we also had some promo work from um, from Park. And we also had some more of the undeniable to um, un, um, to the den- deniable to undeniable. You know, the thing that Cody says. Um, but tonight, 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 we've got some big, big matches. First of all, we've got a, um, in AEW's Dynamite tonight, we've got the best friends um, going up against the Young Bucks. We also have Cody Rhodes, who will be speaking um, about what's been going on with um, Jericho and the Inner Circle and of course his match happening at full gear we will also have Joey Janela going up against Jack Evans in one-on-one action but it doesn't stop there we're also going to be getting to see Park versus John Moxley what an absolute treat what an absolute treat we also have of course the AEW World Tag Team Tournament um, we have the second round of those matches and we're going to be, get, be getting to see Private Party going up against yeah private party going up against the lucha bros um for that for that spot to be crowned as the best tag team champions in aew and have that first chance to have the world tag team championship around their waist and we will also see um another tag team um in that match tonight which is have i messed this up no, we haven't, which is SCU going up against the Dark Order. And the Dark Order obviously picking up that buy in the first round after winning earlier on in the year. But this is a big match. And whoever wins are going to be having a hell of a match up against them next. But that's going to be on AEW's Daniel Might, which we'll be doing a live watch along for tonight. Um, please join us for that, um, as long as I survive and don't die in between. Um, but we also, of course, this week, which I really, really wanted to, to convey my like love for every single week, is NWA Power. NWA Power was a great show this week again. I don't really want to spoil it because... Um, again, it was a great show. I love that Aaron Stevens, um, the former Damien Sandow, is getting so much ring time and he's doing so well with it. Um, I'm really, I'm really big fan. The whole Camille thing is continuing. Um, very, very specifically, and this is a real thing that David Lagana has said now, is that the, um, is that Magnus, Nick Aldis, has specifically said he will challenge anyone from any promotion to have that match to do real business and for them to be no BS 
I'm really excited about that. Could we see them turn up in AEW? I would think so. Um, and yeah, NWA Power was fantastic. I also, in other news, wanted to talk about this, um, which is uh, something is a let's see if I can find it which is a podcast which happened with CM Punk on Barstool Sports. Um, and this is called um, Your Mom's Basement. Uh, sorry, My Mom's Basement Podcast. Let me see if I can pop this over for you. They got themselves um, CM Punk. The episode is literally called CM Punk. He goes on to talk about many different things um, and specifically about his new film, Girl on the Third Floor, um, which is what he's been promoting everywhere. But of course, there were some discussion about wrestling. And this is the interview he speaks in where he says that people just keep asking me wrestling questions. I'll keep talking about wrestling. Um, and my words will be misquoted, but they weren't. And yes, I love power and they've got new ads at the moment as well. Their ads are so good. They're so good. I love it so much. Um, and I've watched that today. Make sure you check it out NWA power if you're not already. And I think those are all of my, um, I actually know had one more, which is which is from Adam Rotola um, from the This Is the NWA podcast, who got to speak to Dave Lagana, and um, Dave Lagana specifically says. Um, it's the This Is The NWA podcast, which is a great podcast, and they've been grinding so hard for the past year, and it's so cool to see um, them doing so well now with this podcast, and... Um, Specifically, Dave Lagana says the 10 pounds of gold is such an important championship to their show and the world of pro wrestling. The NWA title is magical. If you guys held it, the bait is the belt is, I hate to say, over, but it is truly this thing has power. It's important. I wanted to focus everything. We bought a logo and a title. That's all we bought. And that they want to work with everyone except for one, which is Impact Wrestling. Now, there's not too much detail on why they keep a distance from Impact. However, he did say it's because of the ways they conduct business and he says that um that apparently um they don't want to do business the way they do we're not interested we've done the dance with them and it just doesn't work there was stuff that happened that is not for public consumption we're not interested because they didn't seem interested in doing good business and it's very give and take by the way cody rhodes knows how to do good business joe cove knows how to do great business they're open to ideas you know it's like listen guys you see that 20 dollar bill what if we give you five dollars for it that's how some people want to do business, which I think is very telling, which I think is very, very, very telling. But again, it's um, it's an interesting way to talk about it. And impact is going to potentially have a lot of um, a lot of things to go up against in 2020. And um, I'm very interested to see where they go as well. But um, there's a lot being said there that isn't being said. Let's just say that. But before we finish for the day, let's just give you two quick and finallys. Um, first of all, and finally, um, had this story, which I thought was probably, probably just a quick, very brief look at. But the WWE has released 
this oh, I didn't mean to star wipe has released this um, which is a is a title a custom championship the Undertaker signature series title they are 500 individually numbered titles they are $750 on the wweshop.com um, it does come in a beautiful absolutely beautiful let's see if we can get there no don't want to do that um, absolutely beautiful uh coffin that it comes in uh and it does look pretty cool let's see if we can get the imager it does look pretty cool this little coffin thing like that is actually a pretty cool display case for it but for 750 dollars $750, it feels a little bit too much really, doesn't it? A little bit too much. Um, and finally, finally, finally in and finally for the day. Um, oh yeah, Brian, I'm going to be getting several hot toddies now. I'm going to be back later on. Um, which is something which, talking about impact, um, this is something that they have said for many years, but I thought that it was quite interesting. The next pay-per-view for impact will be called hard to kill hard to kill will be the next promotion in january the venue and location were not yet revealed and it's going to be called hard to kill if there's anything that impact has been for the duration of its time duration of its existence has been hard to kill now um, thank you so much everyone for joining this evening this has been the weekly wrestling recap we go live every wednesday and sunday at 8 p.m uk time 3 p.m eastern um make sure you join me later on tonight for the weekly wrestling recap and uh, weekly wrestling for a watch along for aew's um dynamite if you want to get involved in the weekly giveaway that we have for free codes to aew dynamite for participating countries outside of the united states and canada make sure you go check out at foul underscore original and as i said we go live on youtube.com slash foul original wrestling this has been a foul original thanks for watching see you next time i'm gonna go and like just collapse for a bit because i i am actually very ill and uh join me later on tonight for who knows what will happen who knows what will happen bye have a great evening folks have yourself a great evening Thanks for listening to the show, and if you'd like to hear more, then feel free to follow me here on the podcast ways. Also, you can check me out on youtube.com slash foulorigineralwrestling for the weekly wrestling recap, which happens every Wednesday and Sunday live on YouTube, 8pm GMT. This has been a Foul Original Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hear you next time.